jealous much? We all spend way too much time feeling bad about ourselves and our businesses when we see or hear that somebody's doing better than we are. How do we know that they're doing better than us? We don't. And yet we make up all kinds of stories to convince ourselves that we're weaker or worse off or lesser than or inadequate. So when you're not actually any of those things, but you think you are, how do you stop the madness? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, it's going to get ugly. We're going to examine all of the horrible things that you see in here and then convince yourself about your competitors, how awesome they are, how much better they're doing than you are, so that you find ways to stop comparing yourself to greatness. You're already great. I mean, really great. Let's talk about the envy issue, shall we? I bring this up because last week, I spoke to a woman named Mary. She was down in the dumps about her consulting business. She wasn't sure whether she even wanted to continue selling her services. She'd gone to a meeting that morning where another woman who worked in the same industry shared that she was doing really well. I asked what really well meant, and she said, I don't know. She just seemed happier than I feel about everything. Then I met up with my old friend, Dan, who writes for a living. He was reminiscing about back in the day when the blog was born, and oh, how easy it was to get folks to read his posts. He'd heard a lot of buzz about platforms like Substack and Medium and Patreon, but he was resistant to posting to any of them. He asked me, what if my posts don't do as well as my competitors? It'll be so embarrassing. All I see are Patreon gloats and Substack stat shoutouts on my friends' social media channels. I could never be as successful as them. They all had a head start. Then I recently had the opportunity to meet with a fellow professional speaker whom I've known for years. She let me in on what she charges, finally, and I refused to believe it. She doesn't really speak, you know. She treats her PowerPoint slides as skimming material and just reads to her audiences rather than actually talking to them. There's no way, I thought, that she was getting away with pricing higher than mine. But for the rest of the week, I noticed accolade after accolade coming through on my LinkedIn feed about how sensational her presentations are. A part of me started to wonder all the things we wonder when we get envious. Was I doing my keynotes the wrong way? Did I need to read more? Was I good enough to charge more? Then it occurred to me, we all have an envy issue. Oh no. The world's made incredible strides in the last 10 years. The last 100 years. The last 1,000 years. The more improvements we make, technologically or otherwise, the better off we become. 
but are we happier? Access to envy is easier than ever. You don't just have to look over your neighbor's fence nowadays. You can also open your Instagram app and start comparing the size of her house to yours. You can open your Facebook feed to see how her, I don't know, pick anybody part, is bigger, smaller, sexier than yours is. Podcasts and magazines show off how much faster they're building their businesses than you are. Media of every kind opens the screen door to let you see people's fake joy, and it often sucks the life out of yours. You can see people gloating all over LinkedIn, humble bragging all over their own websites, and hear things through the massive digital grapevine that is the internet. It's turned on 24-7. It never stops. It's a vortex, a vacuum. A black hole that can become your biggest source of negative energy and really make or break your day. If comparison is surely the thief of joy, then how do we make sure that we stay in the joy zone? Hmm. Stop comparing ourselves to others? Please. It's not very reasonable to ask that we put a plug in it and just stop looking around. It's innate to us all. We compare and contrast just about everything, all the time. So then what's a girl to do? It's time to get grateful. As hokey as it sounds, it's the best cure for envy. Giving gratitude for the things you do have, a running business, a good home, a perfect body, that's the real stuff of life. You can do this in a variety of ways. You can nod along as you're listening to me right now. You can take a few moments throughout your day. Many people do this already at mealtimes. Or you can stay in the grateful zone all the live long day. You don't even need to think about your gratitude for the big stuff like your health or your income. The best results always come from the small stuff. When you're grateful that you found an extra hour today to skip checking email because your kiddo was homesick, you'll relax into that hour in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise. When you're grateful that your biggest competitor is doing as well as she is because it's paving a path for you to find similar success, you'll stop judging her or finding bits and pieces of her career to pick apart. I could go on, but I know you get it. And here's the rub. Saying this to you, it's the easy part. But becoming an actively grateful person who often has to get creative about the ways to find gratitude in a world that throws full-on dumpster fires at us? Well, that's hard. It's a practice. If you become quite practiced at checking and responding to your email every day, you can get practiced at this too. You have to work it into your workday and your mindset. It's a shift that a lot of us need to make, and one that we can all talk about a little more often than we do. What are you grateful for right now, this very minute? Go on and tell me in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. I've got a new review. A lovely person named Kara said, I love these snackable episodes about real-life lessons in running a business as a busy mom. They love you too, Kara. Thanks for leaving that review. Want to be like Kara? Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. 
It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. You know you want to be like Kara. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. I'm so grateful to Lindsay, Aaron, Mary, and Dan for making this podcast with me. And I'm super grateful to you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you.